When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The free beer and hot wings show free clip of the day. I'm going to guess no, but I'll bet there are some of you whose family's holding on to a body part from a relative from way back when. Probably. Head, shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes. Head, shoulders, knees and toes. Now, in this case, these are all historical figures. Some well-known some you might have learned about if you spent a lot of time on history. I mean, I know that over the years, a lot of parts have been stolen yes. from famous people. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like piece by piece sometimes. One yeah. of the ones in this article is Napoleon's penis. And yeah. How it, it, it persists. But that one we, we had spent time on before, so I won't go back to that. But there was a philosopher named Jeremy Bentham. Now, I recognize the name, but I couldn't tell you one thing. And if I didn't see the word philosopher... Before his name, I would have said, I don't know, host of that car show, Hot Wings Likes. Mm. Uh, he's obviously uh, yeah. one of the great Greek philosophers. Uh, yes, Bentham, a very Greek mm-hmm. name. Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy. Uh, but his <laughs> body is on display at the Student Center in the university at University College of London. So he was famous enough to have his body displayed? Yes. Wow. Now, he passed away in 1832. Okay. What? And before that, (laughs) because here's the thing, the body that's displayed is not his real head. Now, that immediately brings to mind like a body that's decaying and like a really fake head. I don't know what it would be, but I mean, I don't know if the body's decay. If it's I mean, if it's if all the insides were scooped out and was formaldehyde around back then. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. He just looks as puffy and awful as any carcass you've seen. Yes. Yeah. Except the year before his, his death in 1832, he penned an essay advocating for the use of what he called auto icons. Basically, your family would donate your body to science when you died, and then they'd create a lifelike statue of you by dressing your leftover skeleton in your clothes, stuffing it with hay, and placing your mummified head on top. Looking at a picture of him, so it's not. I don't know. I assumed it would. He'd be laying in like a. I don't know, a coffin or a tomb or yeah, something. But that's no. what I'm assuming, Steve. He's just propped up sitting oh, in a chair with his cane. That's weird. Okay. Oh. Yeah, so. that's weird. <laughs> it's not even a comfy chair. <laughs> that's your, that's, <laughs> yeah. That's not even, not even a lazy boy. No. <laughs> for all of eternity, uh, you have to yeah, sit yeah. on that stool. Yeah. Now, his idea was that uh, not only would scientists then have endless supplies of cadavers to work on, mm-hmm. but society would no longer need cemeteries nor sculptures. So he's thinking you'd do this with everyone. Oh, my God. And it would diminish the horrors of death. Here we part ways, sir. We disagree. When Bentham died, Mm. he left specific instructions for his body to become the first auto icon. Mm. His physician, Thomas Southwood Smith, followed the orders, but the endeavor didn't exactly help remove the horrors of death. No, it would probably. Mission not accomplished. As Steve noted, it made them worse. Bentham's mummified head looked so grotesque that... The doctor replaced it with a wax version. 
when he gave the auto icon to the University College of London 18 years after Jeremy Bentham died, administrators sat Bentham's real head on the floor between his feet. Oh. Wait, where was he chilling for 18 years? The doctor was doing his work that whole time. Is this his real head? Yep. No. There it is. Wow, that's wild. Oh, boy, that's not looking good. His eyes are steely blue, though. That probably marbles. Was it the doctor's first time doing that? Uh, Well, yeah, it was Bentham's idea. Mm -hmm. Well, not bad then, I guess. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, I don't know if I could do better. The horrors of death are really gone now. I am so comfortable with death (laughs) looking at this dead head. Oh, man. Who wouldn't want to kiss those lips? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Quite bucker. I wonder what maybe someone was doing that with the head all those years. In the mid 20th century, they transferred me. the head to a wooden box on its own pedestal where it was then stolen by students in 1975. Oh, the kids held it hostage and said they would only return it when the university donated money to a certain charity. Is it which now they like, did. Oh, that is so London College of them. It like so, it should have been stolen so that their team could win or yeah, whatever. Exactly. Or like right. how they paint the other team's rock or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whoever gets Bentham's head's gonna win the big match. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Punting it back and forth in the student section. So um to the best of our knowledge, um, and the people who wrote this. That remains the only auto icon on campus and most likely the world. Hmm. Yeah, they still do weird things. Like, well, obviously, everyone there are who's other people buried. On display, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lenin is still. Well, I'm just uh, saying Vladimir, not, not John. John, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But literally, I mean, anybody who is, you know, who has a funeral in a casket, they're just underground. But people still do weird stuff like this before they pop them in there. Like, you've seen those pictures of. It typically is like a drug dealer or a drug lord where they're like, he really wanted to play Xbox for his wake. And they'll like sit him up with a controller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or the people that get buried in their car. Yeah. Or, or on a motorcycle. Yeah, the motorcycle. Yeah. That's oh, I forgot about that guy. Such a waste. Yeah. People do stupid, weird stuff like that still mm-hmm. all these years later. Yeah. How about Louis XIV's heart? History buffs. Who was Louis Fourteenth? He was the one after the 13th, but before 15. Mm-hmm. Might have been the end of the line. He was a French king for a long time. Did he Might kill have been all referred of his to wives? as the Sun King. That was Henry. Henry, Henry VIII. That's right. So there's a guy named William Buckland who lived in the early 1800s. Uh, he was a geologist, a minister, and the dean of Westminster. But he was also someone who would eat anything. Yeah, mm. ladies, <laughs> how do you feel yeah. now? Uh, there was nothing he wouldn't eat. One of his sav- favorite snacks was to put mice on toast, like what? bones and all. Yeah, what? he also ate porpoise, puppy, <laughs> and a lot of other exotic God. foods that most would not eat. Those are not exotic. I mean, mouse, I mean, they're exotic. Mouse is not exotic. It's to exotic for food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exotic. I think like something that people would actually want to eat, but they can't afford. Yeah, his well, crowning maybe in those days gastronomic <laughs> achievement makes no sense. Came during a visit to his ancestral home in Newnham, as the most popular version of the story goes. The Harcourts, that was his family, happened to have a piece of the mummified heart of French King Louis the Fourteenth. A piece of it. The French king had died in 1715. His heart was encased in a small chest and placed next to his father's heart, 
in Paris's St. Paul, St. Louis Church, St. Louis. His body was laid to rest at the Basilica of St. Denis, the usual burial site for French leaders. During the French Revolution, however, the opulent tombs became the symbols of the much-hated monarchy. Mm. In 1793, France's National Convention celebrated the anniversary of overthrowing the crown by destroying all the tombs. A motley crew of volunteers dumped the royal remains into a few mass graves, and the hearts of Louis XIV and his father escaped the purge because they were no longer considered sacred relics. So a painter named Alexander Pau purchased them and used them to create a shade of paint called Mummy Brown. Gross. It's not totally clear what happened next, but Pau supposedly had some of Louis XIV's heart left over, which somehow ended up in the hands of Lord Harcourt, Harcourt several decades later. They then handed it down until it was consumed by William Buckland in the early 1800s he ate while it. visiting his family. God, man. Dude, but that heart is So like everywhere. a one year, 100-year-old mummified portion Ugh. of Louis XIV's heart. That heart is like Forrest Gump. It has just been all <laughs> over the place. It's done so many things. It became paint and it became food. Yes. And it was famous and then no one cared about it. The 1800s were Moved wild. Yeah. yeah. They really were. Quite I mean, a, quite a time. It's it's at the same time not that long ago relatively speaking and also feels like another planet. Oh yeah. Mhm. Mm. Idiots get access to the podcast, segment 17, and watch the webcams. You can be an idiot too. Sign up at freebeerandhotwings.com.